0: Now, now batting for, the, for sports the sports animal. animal. Your, Your afternoon, afternoon drive. drive. Number, Number two, Men, men On, Van, Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Fred Slow. And Van in the on deck, deck circle, circle. Amarillo Castillo.
1: This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Jake Cassio is here too.
2: Hi. Lucky for us. I know. I love this show. It's so sweet I am That Just was so, so genuine too yeah. I, yeah it is That was
3: cute Thanks for giving me an opportunity guys
2: <laughs> Just happy to be you guys You're my heroes <laughs>
3: You're a bunch
1: of
2: heroes I'll tell my kids about you guys one day Because <laughs> right. we're going
4: to be gone soon is what you're saying Because we're so old no, right. no, no, We're no, not no. going to be around much longer
2: Going on to
1: a bigger market oh, Ah, yeah. voila Yeah, there get, it is. Gotta get some of that Vegas money Yeah. Oh yeah we're going to yeah. Vegas I forgot about we gotta that Gotta get the World Series of Poker money you said that guy went nude in there? Is that what you said? That
4: is so sweet. Is that real? Oh, that dude we went have to so talk hard.
1: About that. What what to so about that. He was a participant in the World Series of Poker? or not? The no. thing just started, right? Amory?
3: Hey, no, 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 no. This, oh, this guy was <laughs> at a, a bachelor, bachelor party, and then, you know, he's uh, doing bachelor things, drinking, having a good time, playing poker at Harrah's, and just, like, gets naked and starts... It jumps on the poker table and just starts gyrating, and then he gets in trouble. And he blames it, and he thinks his drinks were spiked.
2: And hey, that's not a bad uh, homie's just safe. Yeah, homie's just hammered.
3: I, I just want to know if he was the groom.
2: He, in n- the no way! Party. No way! That has to be like the best man. He he started off his evening,
4: randomly attacking a stranger with one leg, and was, then and gets progressively more drunk. And gets naked and is frolicking around, doing uh, gyrating his hips of a sexual nature on top of a poker table.
2: These just sound like cut scenes from the hangover. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
3: You, you know, I'm I don't know how I know this, but Magic Mike is in Harris. Where Well, I do was, know how you know like, that.
2: Like you, the movie. Yeah, I've
3: been, no, the yeah. show. Oh. The Vegas show. It's, yeah. where, it's where Kyle got his Halloween costume.
2: <laughs> I'm sure.
1: <laughs> to go in there and Get a certain look. All right, hear me out. I've been to Vegas same, a lot. Same. I've never, I've gone, there's like multiple ways to go to Vegas. You can go what? You can go drugs, sex, and alcohol. You can go that way. That's a fine way.
4: Yeah. Wait, that's not the only one? Nope. There's also like. Hold bu- on. Let me write this down.
1: There's also buffets and shows. Gambling. And, yeah, and gambling. Like, you can go that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With sex, drugs, and alcohol. Well, hold up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you have to pick one or the other. You, oh, can't, no. you what? can't no 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 I'm no. telling you. Once you start to merge them, that's when these kind of things happen. There's too
2: much. That's what I, I, I do that's when that's I go. The only I merge way to do Vegas is something like that.
1: There's too much stimuli.
3: I got married in Vegas.
1: Van got beat up in a hallway in Vegas. You did, Van?
3: No. Staircase. <sighs> it was a staircase.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was a staircase. Jake. What I you, I say.
3: Jake, I think you'd appreciate this. I got married at the NFL draft.
2: What? That's pretty cool, yeah. honestly. Oh, what here year? we go again. Yeah, what year?
3: 2022.
2: Um, I had Red Zone okay. playing in the closely. background.
1: My second bachelor party was in Vegas.
4: It was officiated by nice. a Roger Goodell impersonator.
3: <laughs> <So> everyone's booing. <laughs>
2: the, the officiator was sitting in his
4: so
3: uh, just booing. recliner.
4: Not the best radio in the world, but boys, look at this guy. Tell Come me on. that's not Julian Edelman. Did Julian Edelman legally change his name? It's oh, like a po-
3: the guys at the poker player at Harris.
4: That's, that's Julian Edelman. How was he what trying to pull off another name? What a hilarious
3: story, though. That's like a I, that story didn't surprise me when I read. Though I'm like, oh yeah, he's at a bachelor party in Vegas. Okay.
1: So I guess I'm a little confused. Did he run into the official World Series of Poker tournament and do it on top of a World Series of Poker official I table? I don't or was think this so. Just like
3: at an I think it's seat? just a regular just, poker just table, reg- regular oh. poker room in Harris. Oh, uh, man, ahead. that it's, would have
2: been some great television. That's
3: why it's not a story to me. No. It's, it's a, a story
2: because this
4: dude knows how to have a good time.
3: And then he blamed it on someone spiked his drink.
2: I, this could be a potential huge career for this guy. There are so many beautiful
4: sentences in this story. Exposing his penis and testicles while gyrating. Who this gyrating? You don't get to say that every day. No. Sunday night began his evening with an unprovoked attack on a person with one leg. That's a beautiful sentence.
2: I think I think I have something new on my bucket list.
4: No, you don't. <laughs> exposed exposed his anus to all who passed on the Whoa. main floor.
2: He spread eagles? He's, he's just, he's, Yeah. <laughs> he's
4: crazy. doing the goat seat to everybody.
1: Guys, unless Phil Ivey is right there, it does not matter. It's not relevant.
4: F I L L or P H I L?
1: I don't know. Okay. I only know who Phil Ivey is because he's the poker guy that got in all the legal trouble. Uh-huh. Otherwise, I don't know. I, I can't name a single poker player outside of uh, Moneymaker.
4: That's two big names. Those are the two I know. We just lost the GOAT about a month ago. Who's that? Doyle Brunson. We talked about it on the program from when Carl's you were here. From Carlsbad? Yeah. Just because his name's Doyle, don't assume he's from Doyle <laughs> <Carl's back. laughs> Doyle's
2: not. more like, uh, like big country kind of. Big country, yeah. yeah.
4: Texas Dolly. What is that? That's his nickname. He's a legend. He created the popularity of No Limit Texas Hold'em, brought it to the World Series of Poker. He's the reason that Texas Hold'em is played as the world championship instead of some other poker game. Legend.
1: I don't know how many versions of poker there are.
4: So many. Yeah, there's a lot. So many.
1: More than five? Yeah. Yeah. More what? than fifty. There's fifty types of poker?
4: There's way more. I don't I don't know an exact number, but And
1: you can win a bracelet in everyone? The, no, I'm oh, no, no, sure. no, no, yeah, no, no. I think that's I what no, no. I'm talking about. No, 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 no. no, no. Texas no.
2: Hold'em, I think, is, like, the pinnacle. I mean, there's probably one for, like, five-card draw.
4: Yeah, there's draw, there's stud, there's raz, there's Omaha, Omaha high-low. These are,
1: these are all square dancing terms?
4: Yes, yes, they are. Yeah, we're, we all, went s- hard, all, hard, segue, <laughs> hard segue to uh, the electric slide. So let me get doing. this
1: straight. All poker is named after terminology from square dancing. Hold'em, what was the other one? Uh, Omaha. Omaha, keep going. Raz. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Raz is in there.
4: Yeah. Draw, stud. Draw,
1: stud. Promenade. Alamander. No. What mm-hmm. else is in there? And beer partner, do see do round dance floor we go. Now the river. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, that's... That's how poker started was just a bunch of guys dance dancing. Dance halls. Yeah, and then they yeah. have to take their turn yeah. somehow yeah. in L- their mood.
1: L- loser follows. <laughs> Weird <laughs> Texas culture.
4: This dude's a legend. Good for him. He
1: is not. He's, he's going to do. He's going to do like
4: a couple days in jail and be on, com- list. A, yeah, service, on a list. fine and community service.
2: And he has this story forever. And probably eighty-six from every Vegas casino. Lost his job.
4: Yeah. Much like that guy who tried to beat me up in a stairwell in Vegas.
1: I know the full story of that, and it's a weird story. It's
2: very weird. I'm excited to hear
1: this. <laughs> Off <No, laughs> oh, air. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The last time I was in Vegas was for. A WWE thing. And we go to Vegas, and then I sneak into a, oh, what was the name of, what was, who's the big concert? Well, the one we went to, Halsey and Machine Gun Kelly oh. in L.A., but but not, who was Halsey with before Machine Gun Kelly?
2: Uh, he She was with uh,
1: G-Eazy. That's who I went and saw, g Okay. And Halsey. And so I sneak into this thing, and as I'm sneaking in, we get caught. We get caught sneaking in, and the security guy goes,
2: hey, man. No one cares about this concert. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I went to a, a G-Eazy concert when he came out here, but Lil Uzi uh, was right before him. Weird sentence. And Lil Uzi was done performing, and G-Eazy was coming on, and I left. It was great. I don't like G-Eazy. I'm opinionated about him. Okay. Is this a story about beating traffic? No. <laughs> Is <that what> it's- <laughs> He skipped out – he
4: Hollywooded G-Eazy, I yeah. think, is the, the mm-hmm. moral of the story. Well, that's why no one cares
1: it's about it. It's not an airport, dog. You don't tell somebody to part, but <laughs> you just just leave. Like I did. Here's the better way to tell that story. Listen, I had two options. Stay for g Easy or beat the line and get Taco Bell.
4: Lil Uzi was so good, that Lil Uzi made G-Eazy Psst. look like Machine Gun Kelly. Oh. Because that's what Halsey did Put that in. when we saw Halsey and Machine Gun Kelly.
1: Put that into Chat GPT and see what it says back to you. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Do hey, not compute.
1: I didn't watch any sports yesterday. You guys watch the Aspies. You're watching this LeBron James thing. Did he win an award? Why was he on the microphone?
2: Because uh, he's LeBron. He was on a couple of times because the Banana Boat Crew was up there at one point too.
1: What is the Banana Boat?
2: Crew? Carmelo Anthony, Dwayne Wade, CP3, and Why, LeBron. What is first of all? What is this nickname? The banana boat? Yeah, what is that? It's from like 2010, right right when LeBron was in Miami, and they all did this vacation, and there's a picture of them all on a banana boat in like the Bahamas. What is a
1: banana boat?
2: An inflatable that's literally shaped like a banana. Yeah. A big, long, yellow
4: inflatable that gets pulled by a boat.
2: That sounds wild. Yeah. You've never seen this picture? No, I have no idea what you're talking yeah, about. Are you
4: serious? Yeah. This was, this was the story.
1: Also, I like alliteration. Why are they not the banana boat boys? Banana Boat Crew is a stupid
2: name. It's Technically the Banana Boat team.
1: My answer still better.
2: Yeah. yeah. This is uh this is the right bo- there.
1: Okay, so this is the cover to a Beatles album. You just showed me the cover to the Beatles Banana Boat Submarine album.
2: Yellow Banana Boat.
1: Yellow Banana Boat. I don't for a second think that this resonates in pop culture the way that you think it does. It's this pretty, was this huge.
2: is a pretty big deal. This
1: was
4: it huge. still is to this day. It's the biggest NBA offseason picture you've ever seen.
2: Because there's, like, this speculation about all these guys, like, getting together. Because Carmelo's deal was, like, coming around, like, to be done. They all ended up on the same teams. Uh, CP3 never played with any of those mm-hmm. three. He's the Jake nope.
1: Cassio cool stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Let's grab a break when we get back. We'll talk a little bit at length about LeBron James' his speech last night. And I need you guys to explain to me just why he had a microphone. I don't think I understand.
2: He's LeBron James. Yeah. He's like the face of ESPN. We
1: got some audio, too. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM6. All right, Amory, give it to me. LeBron James at the ESPYs last night.
0: A couple years now. I just never openly talked about it. I don't care how many more points I score, or what I can or cannot do on the floor, the real question for me is, can I play without cheating this game? The day I can't give the game everything on the floor, is the day I'll be done. Lucky for you guys, that day is not today.
1: Can <laughs> anyone seriously
0: expect me to retire? now and you know what brings me back every year is watching and coaching my boys and their teammates see I see those kids and it brings me right back to why I play those kids get me back to where like where I need to be just the pure love of this beautiful game so yeah I still got something left a lot left I love you all and thank you so much for watching this journey so far oh One last thing. Oh, here it comes. One more thing to say. Uh, I want to say congratulations to my sister, Asia Wilson, on winning the WNBA Best Player ESPY. And y'all make sure y'all get out there and support those beautiful women and what they do. God bless y'all. Love y'all.
4: After five minutes of rambling about himself.
3: Okay, for context, he also put a crown on his head when he was leaving the stage, an imaginary crown. King James,
4: my goat. I'll preface this by saying I love LeBron James. I don't get why everyone hates LeBron James and says he's a pile of garbage. He's a great dude. I agree. With his power and money and position, he's done nothing but great things for people. I'm pro-LeBron James. But that was one of the most horrible things I've ever witnessed in my entire life. It is so awful.
2: I, I think it's because, like, for the very first time in his career when he got eliminated from the playoffs and like the speculation of retirement was coming up and he was like, I don't know. I got to think about it. That's really like the first time he's ever publicly said anything like that.
4: That was an attention grab as well. He was trying to, I I agree. uh, He was, he was taking the spotlight from who deserved it. Nikola Jokic. That was a douche move. And this is a douche move. This is just the decision 2.0. Literally two weeks ago, he was apologizing about the decision. He's like, I was young and dumb. I just wanted to impress people. I thought I was a 25-year-old know-it-all. I just wanted to be everybody's favorite everything. And then two weeks later, he goes and does something as cringy and douchey as a decision.
1: I think that caught a bad rap a lot in its own way, too, because that was for the Boys and Girls Club. Like, that was supposed to be in a really positive message. But uh, what's the old boy's name that got fired? Oh, the TV guy, Jim. What was the name of the guy doing the interview? It's oh, on the, it's on uh, to my tongue. So, not well, as soon as we find that, but the Nance, no, it wasn't. <laughs> I Jim. thought it was
2: Brian Windhorst who did it. No, but.
1: that's not what it was. The just look up the picture, there'll be a picture of the guy right there. So, with that said, the the thing that was centralized about this to me is you don't need a fake narrative, like, you can just say things.
2: Well, LeBron is, like, one of the biggest fakers out there. Like, my favorite thing about LeBron is, like, when he's, like, pretending to, like, read a book, you know, (laughs) and he's, like, walking down the tunnel with, like, a book that's, like, on the first How is he? How
4: is he only on the first page of
2: every book he ever reads? (laughs) You've
4: never seen LeBron with a picture of a book that's page two or further?
1: I don't have a problem with him starting books.
2: But, like, LeBron definitely does, like, the attention, that's why he went to the Lakers. He wants to be Hollywood. He's always been like that. He started his career like that. Have you been to L.A.? Yeah. It's the best place to live. No. If you <laughs> have the money,
1: there's not a better place.
4: Los Angeles is fantastic.
1: It's the best no. one. There are two. Miami, he already lived there in L.A. Those uh, are the two. He did Miami, the best ones. I
2: agree. But L.A., I you couldn't pay me a billion dollars to live in L.A. What is,
1: what is this cat's name right here?
4: You could pay me a billion dollars to live in Cleveland.
1: You know exactly what I'm talking about. Did the interview for the Boys and Girls Club thing. Hey, Marie, can you look that up for me? I can't find his name quickly. The Him going up, getting the Lifetime Whatever Award is the first overall draft pick to ever win finals MVP or whatever, the only one to ever do it. Like, cool award. Get some microphone time. I don't need a fake narrative about your retirement. Just say, guys, I'm not retiring. Like, please don't ask me anymore. Do
4: it. I mean, do it with some swag and moxie. Like, lean into it. If you're not the GOAT, you're number two GOAT of all time. Like, act like it. Don't be some douchey, cringy. I mean, he's dressed like a...
1: Jim Gray.
4: He's, okay, there you go. Jim Gray. And he's dressed like a, a priest from the future. Like, what is he doing? <laughs> Why is he...
2: I don't know. I think also to, like, for me personally, since, like, I grew up watching LeBron. LeBron's my guy. All of us did. Yeah, well, I as a young man and child, sure. LeBron was the guy. So... I think we have to, like, appreciate the fact that he's still around and at the age that he's at and the, the ability and the level of basketball that he's still playing, it's greatness. The day he retires, it's going to be huge.
1: No, it won't. Yeah, it will. No, it'll be insanely quiet because it'll be like this. He'll say, hey, heads up, I'm retiring in one year. Give me my tour.
2: He's not going to do a tour. <laughs>
1: What are you talking about? Th-
4: LeBron just-
2: James, the attention whore?
4: Of course he's going to do a full tour. Yeah,
2: he just wants to play with his son.
4: He's going to try as hard as possible to win the championship this year with the Lakers, and then he's going to be on whatever team drafts his kid the year after that. And then after that, he said, I played with my son. It was a lifetime goal, blah, blah, blah. I'm retiring next year, yep. and he's going on the tour, and he's doing all the shows, and he's going to be everywhere for you. The
1: only part you're a little wrong is the all the shows thing because he's going to bring the largest TV crew that you've ever seen to follow him around.
4: It's going to be a documentary. For
1: 365 years of a 36-year career of LeBron James. That's what it's going to be.
2: I think LeBron will retire after his son's first season. Oh,
4: he'll announce his retirement after his son's first season, and then he'll play one more. And then he'll get all the attention and all the, the accolades is... and all the cool gifts, and he's got to go to all these cities, Correct. and he's got to sit there and make with it his jump. eyes watering and look at the jumbotron for all of his highlights yep. in that stadium. He's going to do the whole thing.
1: And it'll other teams will have LeBron James nights, and he'll make donations to boys and girls clubs, and every single yep. season or every single whatever. And then every every single post game, it'll be him and Bron Jr. up there talking about his legacy and his career, and. This added up and down, and we are what we're currently in step one, which is not retirement speeches. This is step one.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I
1: if you thought he was actually considering retirement, if you think he'll retire on the spot, you dumb as hell.
2: He'll make something out of it, but I, I, I don't. I see LeBron just being like, "Yeah, I'm done." He made this nothing speech so dramatic, <laughs> and you're going to tell me
1: that the actual thing he won't. Turn into the most must see, not just moment, but series of the entire year. Yes, he will. hundred percent. And then you will tune in. He's going to milk it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to tune in and, second and watch
2: the, every moment I can.
1: The Netflix thing that comes out afterwards, I can't wait. or LeBron flicks, or whatever thing starts, mm-hmm. and you're going to watch it because, like, you're an idiot sports fan. So you're going to watch it. You're going to soak it all in. You're yep. going to be like,
2: and I'm going to probably cry. Yep. And
1: you're going to be like, this is the best tasting. Dessert I've ever had, and yep. I know you've had better dessert in your life. <sighs> I hate it, but I love it. I hate it, but I
2: love it so much.
4: I hope he plays, like, older than Tom Brady. I hope Dang. he's around for another five, ten years.
2: Hey, who, I, I, hope- would, I would love for that to happen, too, but I think he doesn't want to take away from his son. I think he wants to play one year with his kid, and then I think it's time for his son to have his legacy. Yep. Because and LeBron if- always says he regrets naming him after him. Yeah, And I think he wants to try to repay that to Bronny and, by like not making it all about – he wants to play one season with him. That's it. Just have that ex- – and it, I don't think that – honestly, I don't think it's going to happen. I well, don't what, think they will well, be on the same if, team ever.
4: What if the next kid who's taller than Bronny – Oh,
2: who's going to be better too. Yeah, who's uh, projected to be even
4: better. He's going to be an NBA prospect. LeBron's going to have to stay for another two years after that so he can play with his other son too. That's
2: when LeBron unretires – to play well. yeah, yeah. Oh, and damn it! And then he's it. gonna play one season oh, with Oh, young Cassio! I hate how accurate that is. Yeah, so he's gonna retire after uh, Bronny's first season, and then he's gonna wait for Bryce, and then Bryce is gonna come in, unretire, join, and then he'll retire again.
1: The the this has been done, so Robert Parrish did this. Robert Parrish played till he was forty-one, retired, and then came back and played for or Willis. One of those two cats. One of those cats that played to 43 or 44. It was either Kevin Willis. Yeah, it was Kevin Willis. Kevin Willis played forever. Yeah, Yeah. so Kevin Willis retired at 42 and then came back and played like 10 games for the Mavericks for some reason a whole year later. And you're like, way to be the oldest NBA player ever, Kevin Willis, right after Robert Parrish. But I think that one's one as well for LeBron. LeBron wants to be older than everyone who's ever played the game, played a high level. Because the dudes at the top. They had really good legacies, but at the end, they didn't. Your Vince Cotter, you the Dikembe Matamos. Obviously, Udonis Haslam right now is 42, which is wild.
4: It's the first year since his rookie year, he wasn't all NBA. Udonis? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's going be playing at a high level for two or three more years, and that's insane for
2: his age. I think he's 100% capable of doing that, without a doubt. He's so
1: close at 38 years old to being in the top 10 oldest players to ever play, which is wild. John Stockton is number 10. He was 41. Three years, very feasible. And then what? You're within three more years of the all-timey, get one more contract.
2: Because, well, Bryce is only like 15 right now. Mm. So it's gonna, Four years uh, away. Yeah, four years away for him to play his rookie year with him. He's going to play until he's 45 years old. Yeah. I'm calling it right now. I got it. I hope so. I mean, I'd love to watch LeBron as long as I could. I we, mean, know, we, know, as-
4: we know 100% he'll play two more. This year with the Lakers, mm -hmm. and then whoever drafts Bronny. He'll do that.
2: LeBron James and Bronny James are going to be future Knicks.
4: I love it.
1: Could we also have the conversation where this dude's just kind of a cornball weirdo dude, and we're kind of coming kind of hard on him? Like, he didn't grow up in a regular life. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, he doesn't know what's super goofy. I mean, he's except for all the weird kid
4: stuff, he's like basketball Michael Jackson. Like, he never had a childhood. He, like, all he had was his image and basketball. Mm-hmm. Like, he never had the chance to be a normal person. So this is what you get. You get the decision. You get the weird China stuff. You get ruining space jam. You get this I'm not retiring speech while he's dressed up like a priest from the future.
2: Well, Ellipsis, lucky for you guys. Yeah. <laughs>
4: that is so awful. That is so awful. He,
2: he is an in, he's a, kind of a cheeser, for Again, sure. Again,
4: I will reiterate, I love LeBron James. Oh, yeah. I don't see why people hate him. I hate this. Well, and
1: what he did now is just buy himself a week, right? So, today it's LeBron James's speech and the memorable moments. Tomorrow's Friday. What are the Lakers going to do now that LeBron James is staying next week? How will the Lakers impact free agency because of this development after that? Like, he's what do you do? You're just buying yourself more time in the cycle. We're going to talk about him no matter what. Yeah,
2: I mean, we'll be talking about him after he retires, too. I agree.
1: little NFL talk when we get back. It's official.
4: By the way, HBO's The Shop crushes, too. Yes, it does. So he crushes that as well. So good. It's so good.
1: I know a little bit about making TV. Can you imagine making that show and how terrible it would be? Can you imagine sitting there for the amount of drool and terrible content to cut up? There's some great conversations. Yeah, I don't 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 know what you're talking about LeBron
4: James is brilliant. Mm -hmm, He got hundreds of millions of dollars from HBO to sit in a chair.
1: No, I'm talking about the production aspect alone. You're going to pull 20 good minutes from three hours in a barbershop, miss me. Miss me with the workload that goes into that. Miss me with cutting it up, missing with pulling it. But there's, there's not an amount of money you could pay me to record four hours to cut out 20 minutes. My no, number is significantly
4: like, lower than yours.
2: I'd like be so into that. Minutes. Yeah, I would work that. Oh, Yeah. Just to be able to sit in the same room as LeBron and all the other legends that he brings into the room, nope. and just listen mm-hmm. to him talk—that'd be sweet. I pay money to be a fly on the wall.
1: You do pay money to HBO for that. You are a fly on the wall.
4: Well, part of it because we're in a co-op, so.
1: <laughs> Two men on ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. New York Jets talk when we get back. The Sports Animal.
2: Major Buck starts at seven a.m.
1: <laughs> you, dude. Talking to Jake Cassio off the air is as infuriating as talking to Jake Cassio on the air.
2: Good. I'm glad I give at least some emotions out of you. You don't other than furious. It's not emotion.
1: Disappointment, that's an emotion. Wow. Yeah. See, okay. I'll take anything. Joining us on the program front of the show, Jesse, he's calling about the NFL. Luckily for he, we're about to talk about the NFL. Jesse, welcome to the program, brother.
2: What's up, guys? What's
4: up, guys? What up? I wanna see how you guys feel about the Baltimore Ravens.
1: Oh, okay. I'm not a fan.
4: I'm just an NFL fan. I'm a Cowboys fan, but I'm a little worried about the Ravens. Lamar did get paid. They got OBJ. They drafted Zay Flowers. You know, they're they're looking pretty strong. But can we trust them going into the end of the season? Can we put it all in Lamar's hands and hope he takes us there?
1: And when you say trust, are we talking like putting money on this thing? Or are we just talking like like an entertainment product? Can What's Lamar your definition? Can Lamar take it to the playoffs? Can Lamar take it to the playoffs the last year? Can you take None it to the playoffs? Can we feed the Cincinnati a game
3: away. Jakey, you're so defensive.
4: I Lamar Jackson is that dude when he's healthy. If the Ravens go into the playoffs healthy, they got more weapons for Lamar this year. But the AFC North is an absolute gauntlet. Nobody they might, they might. not what? even. They what might is? not it's even. It's a two-team. Whoa. They might not even make the friggin' playoffs.
2: Four since wins. he Since he wins the division without a doubt, if Lamar can beat IBS, then he, irritable bowel syndrome. Is that yeah, what he's got to
1: beat. really?
2: Yeah, he has a poopy problem.
1: I didn't. Oh, I didn't know. That. Yeah. I thought, I didn't know that.
2: Huh. Yeah, he's been carted off the field a couple of times. Two
1: losses, or excuse me, two wins against Cleveland. Two wins against Pittsburgh. You're contending against Cincinnati. That's the whole division. No. Cleveland has you a super s- talented roster. Yeah, They're better than they sleep played on last them. year. They're
3: going you can't oh, sleep can't. on the Steelers. You can't sleep on Mike Tomlin either. That's not an easy division.
1: On the count of three, name the Steelers quarterback. One, two, three. It's,
2: it's
4: Kenny, Kenny Pickett's. Pickett. Tiny <laughs> hands, tiny hands, he's, Kenny Pickett. You don't
3: know what he's gonna be.
2: <laughs> I think I think the Ravens have a chance of being like the seventh or sixth wild card, but they're not going to do anything with it because Lamar is terrible in the postseason.
4: Cleveland, I've been fooled by them before, so I think they're better-than-average team. The Steelers are a better-than-average team. With T.J. Watt, a healthy T.J. Watt, he is a disruptor. He is a dude. Kenny Pickett's going to take a step forward. He's got a couple you know, half-decent weapons. That division's a frigging gauntlet. It's probably the best except for uh, the AFC West.
1: I just asked Vegas. Here are the numbers. Cincinnati Bengals plus 125, Ravens plus 250, and obviously Cleveland is on the outside looking at a plus 360. Guys. we're Steelers? They don't even chart. <laughs> they don't even chart they're so bad. It's a terrible division. That's why Joe Burrow looks good because he's not.
2: You're an insane person. Me? Yeah, Joe Burrow is a top three quarterback. What?
4: No. All uh, right. Ending with, would you guys trust Dak or Lamar more? Oh, God. Dak. Lamar. Oh, it's Dak. Of course it's Lamar. No,
1: Lamar got paid and he's done. He's not even going to try anymore.
4: Lamar's a stud. If he's healthy, they can, he can win any single game by himself. Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott, even the best quarterback on the Cowboys.
1: Well, there is that. The problem with the, hold on. The real hold up here <coughs> is there's a reason to win in Dallas. It does not matter in Baltimore. Baltimore is not America's team. No. Dallas is America's team. Dak Prescott's not just playing to win a Super Bowl this year. Now he's playing for what? Broadcast opportunities after he's done playing in two years, whenever <laughs> Super Rush takes over. I expect more from Dak Prescott by far than I expect from Lamar. And Jackson. with the
2: roster that the Cowboys have, too.
1: I can't speak to that. I don't
2: know. It just comes down to Dak dates white girls, Lamar takes black girls. Good answer. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Goodbye. Make a
4: t shirt. All right. You get the show, brother. Thank you. <laughs> super Kitchen. <gets> <laughs>
1: Oh, the Ravens?
4: Boo. Healthy Lamar Jackson is a world beater. He's a dude. Problem is, never healthy. Fun fact, young Casio, Lamar Jackson has played a full season one time in his career. One time. And was he was the season, he right? was
2: the MVP of the league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's because he ran the ball. He didn't do anything passing-wise, really. No, he did. No, he did. Like something.
1: Got hurt running the ball. I don't trust Mike Tomlin. I know a lot of people put him on like a special level. Mike Tomlin reminds me of like every block dad or (laughs) deacon that I grew up with that just recites the same three phrases over and over again with a cool tone.
2: Well, I think the thing with Mike Tomlin is you're guaranteed at least a 500 or better season. Which the Steelers will have again. They had it last year. They are good.
4: They're not great. They're not Super Bowl contenders, but they are a good football team.
1: The Steelers have the longest odds in the division to win at plus 550. That's, what, like 15% implied? So, no. No, they will do bad. They'll be over 500 again. The favorite team to take the division crown, Cincinnati Bengals, at 125, followed by the Ravens, 250. The Browns at 360.
2: The thing with the Ravens, though, is, is like their special teams and their defense is like their core. Their defense kind of took some hits a little bit, and they're putting more emphasis into offense for the first time in a very, very long time.
4: For the first time in his career, Lamar's got a couple fun, shiny toys to play with.
2: Yeah, a broken Odell Beckham, a rookie (laughs) Zay Flowers. Yeah, and then Rashad Bateman, who's a dude. Who also didn't, like, play last year. He's a
4: dude.
1: I'm reading the NewYorkPost.com, looking for some updates. This sentence says, quote, Two men on the Steelers are the catalyst for why... Betters need to take a hard look at the steel curtain. JJ Watt and Mike Tomlin. First of all, I don't G. like you using her name. I don't like that at all.
4: I didn't ask permission at all, they did you? Did not say you should a word sue.
1: To us. Two men on is trademarked.
2: Yeah, I know. You should sue.
1: Specifically in the sports world, we might have some legs to stand on. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: but the men and the on are not uh, capitalized.
4: Doesn't matter to me.
1: <laughs> Touche.
4: On. I'll get litigious <laughs> for any reason.
1: Yeah. Look at John ja Morant.
2: Sure. Yeah. Stand your ground. Yeah, I'm a stand my trademark.
1: <laughs> Ugh. The Jets are on hard knocks. We all saw it coming. They should have saw it coming when they signed to Aaron Rodgers in the offseason. They were, quote, unquote, selected. Or as we know in the NFL, select- selected means forced.
4: <laughs> we, we do hard knocks on this program every year. And Soft apps. I've never been more excited than this year. They finally got the train back on the track last year with the Lions. That was probably the best season of Hard Knocks ever. Yeah. And
2: now they got the Jets. But the thing, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to talk in it like at all. I don't think he's going to have like a You're big an role. you
1: insane yeah. I think Zach go, Wilson is going to have gonna way talk.
2: more camera time. Oh, I'm so I'm so excited to so, see so his cougar ass arm candy. Yeah. <laughs>
4: oh, yeah. Man.
1: The real obstacle this year is you guys adjusting the brightness on your TVs at home when watching Hard Knocks. Because the HBO has to film in dark rooms.
2: Yeah. They, could you imagine a documentary <laughs> there? about his dark room?
3: <laughs> or they go to Colorado to that, like, conference he spoke at. Are they gonna are they gonna do that? He goes and speaks at conferences. They, hey, oh,
2: they're,
4: yeah, hey, they're, like they're, the they're gonna get footage of that. You know they're getting footage of that.
3: You know when they always do that in
1: the hotel one? Similar to like that movie Invincible on the Disney movie, when they're in the hotel and they're like unpacking their briefcases or whatever their suitcases and like they have nice stuff and Invincible Polly has like an old T shirt. <laughs> so they're gonna do the same thing with Aaron Rodgers, but he's like, This is this is you know, for my football gear, my suitcase, and this suitcase is for my crystals. Mm-hmm. And then he has to, he pulls them all out one by one, like a child showing you his toys.
4: Which suitcases <laughs> for his air quotes roommate?
1: Yeah. Oh. <laughs>
4: How are you going to hide that guy from HBO? Today's good I- luck with that.
1: Today's i9 Varsity. Whenever we get back to this program, the i9 Varsity of American Gladiators events. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. D Sports Animal. Today's i9 Varsity. League Office 280 at I9 Sports.com 505 312 4999. Get your kid in some youth clinics, flag football, soccer, basketball, baseball, tennis, volleyball team registration available for soccer. So if you got a little squad, that's a lot of fun. Alright, guys. The on varsity is the on an of American Gladiators events. Okay?
4: Okay. Perfect. Now
1: I will I will we don't often lay rules. I'm gonna lay one rule. You don't have to know the exact name of the event. You can just do your best describer. Okay. Okay. I'm in. Because I believe that would be tough. Uh, Van, I would like for you to go first.
4: Okay. So the number one event that I remember from American Gladiators is getting breast implants. Okay. So all of the female Gladiators, and a, yeah. a, a, young, a young Van, his first exposure to fake boobs was the American Gladiators. I didn't know where they were. I didn't know why they were shaped like that and mm-hmm. stuck out like that. But I had a lot of learning to do. Mm. So thank you, American Gladiators, for teaching me about breast implants.
1: You're talking about, you're talking about lace. You're talking about, you're talking about blaze, obviously. There's, yeah. yeah, the crush was a big one. Uh, there was a lot of, of what you're talking about. Yes, okay. a lot of that. That's a great
4: yep. number one. I think every I'll one. Pick. I think every one of them. I learned a lot about myself in those years. I don't.
1: Aggressively. I, I sky what? zap for sure off the top of my head. Yeah, no, it was. It, I think it was. I think it was most of them. Not Every, diamond. Not diamond. Not diamond. All natural? I doubt it. Okay.
2: Yep. Jake. So uh, I'm gonna go with jousting here for my first Classic. one. Classic. Yeah, that's
1: a good one. Classic.
2: Yeah. I mean, any form of jousting, I'm there to watch. Okay. It's probably the most athletic event you could do. Ever. It was
1: on two pedestals, and they would hit each other with giant Q-tips. Yeah. Pretty smart one. Pretty smart one. A
2: hey, Marie, what do you got?
3: Um, I, I liked the breakthrough and conquer cause it combined it football. American football yeah. and sure. fr- yeah, I mean, obviously freestyle wrestling, you had to score a touchdown, uh, against the other gladiator without getting tackled or losing the ball or going out of bounds. And then you wrestled,
1: give me slam dunk. The objective was for players to jump off an aerial bridge and attempt to shoot a basket through an elevated basketball hoop. With each jump, they were on bungee cords. Give me slam dunk. That's
4: friggin' fun. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that one. That was cool. That was a good one. Always want to do that one. Next on my I-9 varsity of American Gladiator events, I'm going to do the event of taking all of the steroids.
1: Yeah, good one. Yeah, Because
4: everyone was insanely jacked, and they all had, like, the wide faces. And I didn't know, like, how can all these guys just have all this all this energy and be so strong all the time. Yeah. Little did I know they were all on steroids.
2: I mean, you know my stance on steroids. For them. Legalize them. Yeah. Yes.
3: <laughs> yes. yes. Legalize them. Make great.
2: baseball great. I'm taking the uh, tug Make of war tilt great. Uh, event. Oh, okay. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Good so one. Tug of war one is a classic game, but you had a little bit of a tilt on that guy. Woo! It's a new animal. Not the worst one. Not the worst one. Ever. Hey, Marie.
3: Uh, Powerball. Okay, I'm noticing a theme. I don't know what it is. I just want to win the lottery. <laughs> and um, nice. I'm just yeah. a degenerate gambler. So, And then uh, there's, like, Super Powerball. So I was like, I like those ones.
1: Go ahead and give me the aggro crag whenever you'd have to go to the top to get the, the piece of the aggro crag to win the Guts championship. I thought that one was very important. So give me scaling the aggro crag. Uh, at the very
4: end. It's Nickelodeon. You're doing you're doing Nickelodeon. It took me a second. Oh. <laughs> Still very good. Still very strong. It's
1: like kids, American gladiators.
4: You know what goes good with fake boobs and steroids? Nickelodeon. A whole mess of cocaine. All right. Oh, all these guys had drug addictions so bad. So next on my I-9 varsity of American gladiator events, I'm going with doing a whole bunch of
2: cocaine. Okay. That's... A great American past. Could I mean. have said
1: "hang tough," but uh, <laughs> no.
2: yeah, Jake. Uh, I'm going to uh, just assault.
3: Oh man, that was my next one. <laughs> no.
2: yeah, just having to hey, dodge man. a bunch of tennis balls. You know, Truth like violence. Yeah, and yeah, obviously just for the name assault.
1: Good answer.
4: Yeah. Is that the one where they shoot tennis balls at a cannon? You get to hide behind stuff and you got yeah. to run the thing? Uh-huh. That was my all time favorite. Yeah. That was so cool. We did I it. I want to do that in real we life. We
1: did it as kids. So what? When, yeah, when we went to Universal Studios, they had it.
4: No. To where
1: you could, like, run through it.
4: I remember Universal Studios. I got kicked out of there.
1: No, that was as an adult. Yeah. We're talking about <laughs> childhood stuff. Oh, okay. Hey, Marie? Uh, let's go Hang Tough. That's, that's the one I literally just said. Oh. But, I mean, it's a good one.
3: I, I mean,.
4: mean you, they, it's a good event. It's a better New Kids on the Block song.
3: That's what I was going to say.
1: <laughs>
3: I've seen New Kids on the Block, the reunion tour. It was awesome. Same. So, Were you there?
1: I mean, I've, it's, they're awesome.
3: Oh. Just step by step. I'm just going to keep saying whichever ones you say, Fred.
1: Uh, what is the one where they get in the big inflatable balls, and then they have to run into each other and go on to the exploding geysers? They really work the balls, and then they... The ma'am. human cannonball? The I don't know, but they're inside of these, like, inflatable... You know who does... The New Mexico runners do it, where you get inside... Like, oh, kind of places, oh,
4: I'm with you now. Yeah, okay, I got you.
1: And then you're in an inflatable ball, and you run into other people's inflatable balls. But in this one, you had to, like, run up on, like, little geysers. That one was sweet. That is cool. There's no punchline there. Just a it's, of, just, it's, cool. it's just, just, just kind of a cool thing. It's cool, man. You already did uh, multiple drugs, man.
4: Yeah, you
2: got a solid list, man.
4: What happens when you you got a bad boob job and you're on steroids and a bunch of cocaine, you're going to injure yourself. Okay. And then injuries and arthroscopic surgeries are the cleanup hitter on my I-9 varsity of American Gladiator events. Those dudes died for us. Thank you, American Gladiators.
1: Do you remember when they had the guy that was in the U.S. Marines commercial? You know what I'm talking no. about? Mm-mm. So, uh, do you remember that U.S. Marine commercial where the guy was climbing a lava rock and then he had like a sword? Oh, sure, 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 sure. Right? So he was an American gladiator. Yeah. So they put him on American gladiators, and the gladiators mopped the floor with him. Oh no! And the Marines were so mad. This was actually <laughs> the, this was the downfall of American gladiators. So the U.S. Marines were using. And they were like, "This is going to be a huge recruiting tool." Right. And then like turbo. Doesn't let, like, the U.S. Marine guy, like, get free on Snapback or one of those games. Okay. And then the U.S. Marines are like, that's enough of your show. All <laughs> the funding. <laughs> this is real. This is the dirty, the dark dirty. You have to let the U.S. Marine. You let him win. Propaganda guy. Sure. Win the thing. You don't know what we're talking about, Jake. This was like, the most famous 90s. There were two commercials in the 90s. This one and the one with Little Caesars, where the baby grabbed the pizza and went around the house and it stretched the cheese.
2: Yeah, don't remember any. This is your awesome brain on drugs.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that's a. I know classic, that one. That's a classic. Yeah. The micro machine guy.
4: Ah, uh, micro machine guy is great. Uh, crying Indian. Yeah, that's right. a big one.
1: i follow fallen. Who was an Italian?
4: Excellent. Strong work. Good
1: program today, team. What a day. Woo! What a day. We're live from where tomorrow? Ice Tubs Park. let yeah. Sports are back. Finally. Thank God. I just I couldn't do another day of this.
4: What are you talking you're about? You're right, We're Fred. Fred. Actually, <laughs> what are you talking about? We did the billionaire Royal Rumble yesterday. That was fire. I've gotten more texts about that segment than I have any segment ever.
1: Turns out people don't actually care about hockey. Huh.
4: Wait, there was hockey yesterday. I don't know. Yeah, Who does? <laughs> the
1: Kanefa Cup is going on? I've never even heard of that.
4: CONCACAF. The- <laughs> this is a family program. Watch your mouth.
1: Amory, <laughs> a- 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 good job. Thank Jake, you. You, you want to say hi to who? Uh, my mother. Hi, Mom. Aww. Okay, Ben.
4: Hey, make sure you check out on the opening drive tomorrow morning, Jeff and JJ.
1: Good job, everyone. GG.
4: See you at the lab tomorrow, Burke.